Welcome back to When a Gay Girl Meets a Trans Girl. I'm the Gay Girl Holly. And I am the Trans Girl Brooklyn. How are you? Your hair looks really cool right now. It looks like anime. My hair? Yes. Why does it look so cool? Like this, the other side has, yeah, this up side? top. Yeah. Is all like. Poof, poof. So she loves me right now because I look mm-hmm. anime. <laughs> what have you been up to over the last month? We haven't been on in some time, taking a little bit of a break. We are halfway done with our season, mm-hmm. and we will have in hopefully a, a special at the end of the year with us in New York is still the hope. Um, still up in the air right now, but that's kind of the plan. But uh, this last month here, we've been busy. We returned back to work off the maternity leave. Yes. Um, my transition's been really easy with all the snow days. I've honestly only worked like maybe a week or two. Yeah. <laughs> I've been working a lot. It's been a hard transition. I went back to where I worked and most of the people switched out. So I'm like working with a brand new crew. You walk in and everybody's like, oh, can I help you? I'm like, uh, no, I work here. I've been here for a very, very, very long time. And they're like, oh, I've never seen you before. I've been here for months. I'm like, yeah, uh, I've been gone for a while. Yeah, that wouldn't be fun. Mine, Mine's almost similar. One guy's retiring. The other guy is out for medical problems for probably a year or so probably forever yeah his were self-induced not that i wish medical problems upon anybody but definitely could have avoided them taking care of yourself a little bit better yeah anyway oh i get that the little guy he's uh getting so big just in the last three months he's three and a half months old that little man yeah. And he's trying to roll himself over now. He's got himself on his side, and he's, like, kind of teetering between being on his belly and his side. We're just waiting. Yeah, he kept rocking. It was adorable. We keep going over there, and we're like, oh, he's tapping himself. And we pull out the camera, we sit next to him forever, and he just sits there and stares at us like, what is going on? Am I <laughs> missing something? Oh, my little angel. I love him. Um, yeah, he's he's a little ham. I tell you what. What else has been going on this last month here that we've... I've been hitting the gym really hard and eating healthy. She's... Way healthier. Looking skinny again. I'm not looking skinny again. She's looking thinner. I am looking thinner. My strength is coming back. I'm feeling like macho, macho girl. She wants to be a, a macho, macho girl. girl. <laughs> <laughs> well, we, um... <laughs> have had a lot of snow yeah a lot of ice yeah today was icy so that was kind of nice it's fun seeing that side of it it's kind of like when you go into spring like we're going to be here in the next couple of months it's really fun to see storms coming and you see the big huge black thunderheads coming and you get the lightning and it's middle of the day and it's kind of getting dark and you're like ooh, eerie yeah and you like that it's it's not to say that tornadoes are fun but there's a certain kind of excitement about them you know what I mean? Um, uh, I, I mean, I don't want it to, like, crash down anyone's house. I don't want it to go through town. But when you hear about them talking about tornadoes, it's kind of like an excite- like an excitement. You know what I'm saying? 
No. I should have been a storm chaser. I'm from Oklahoma, so for me, I really don't like to hear about... Well, there's people from Oklahoma that like it. I, I don't really say, like to hear about tornadoes. There's people from Kansas that don't want to hear about them either. It's just a personal... A little like that I have. I like storms, but tornadoes and flooding, no thanks. Uh, see, I could do without the rain and flooding. I'm not a big rain fan. I'll take snow up to a certain point. Um, sometimes hell is even kind of neat. You see that come down, you hear it just Ugh, all over your stuff. No, I worry about the car and the house. After having my roof damaged and had to fix that. Expensive. Yeah, I think you fixed it right before you met me, didn't you? Yes. I think I remember that happening. You were going on about it. Yeah, but I had a really... I didn't have to pay a dime. I would have had to pay thousands, but the guy was really nice for veterans. So you ended up with a little bit of cash left over, probably? What do you mean? A little bit of money. I mean, the insurance paid for it. You ended up with a little bit left over. They didn't give me money. They got the exact amount in a check, and oh. I wrote it... Or they gave me the exact amount, and I gave it to him. Okay. Well, that yeah. makes sense. I'm just curious. Yeah. <sighs> yeah. But that's coming up. That's super exciting. Um, love the weather in the spring. Probably my favorite time. And then we got summer after that. So I'm already looking forward to a lot of things coming up here real soon. And um, just getting ready for... I guess I'm looking forward to some of the nicer weather real soon. So what do we got going on today? You have been throwing around some ideas. I know next month we're talking about doing a... Um, um, the Black History Month is going to be next month in February. And we're looking at doing something that kind of correlates with that a little bit. But you've got something that kind of reflects on us a little bit more, don't you? Yeah, I wanted to talk about like what it is like to be in a gay relationship. Well, we're also gay trans. So, but like as a parent with children um my youtube searches have been like leading me to like lesbian parents and i'm just like huh and then it got me thinking i was like what do we have like what are the nice things and the non-nice things to lesbian moms they are both nurturing well sometimes one's butchy but the ones on like youtube i've been watching they're both like nurturing and like all about the baby. I don't know. And then I was reading and I was looking at like studies and everything. And of course, there's so many one sided studies. There's the ones that say they're having gay parents is totally fine. There's the ones that say that the kids have problems. Now, I do want to, I don't want to say devil's advocate, but I do want to say I get it why kids would have problems from homosexual relationships. But this professor also mentioned why we can't really use that for studies, at least not, probably never, but definitely not currently. Um, on the CBS News, Kids of Gay Parents, Fair Worse Studies Find Out by Ryan Jaslow. Oof, this one's like 11 years old, but it's still relevant. June 12, 2012. Um... 
This associate professor, Cynthia Osborne, said, Whether same-sex parenting causes the observed differences cannot be determined from Ragnaros descriptive analysis. And then she goes on to say, Children of lesbian mothers might have lived in many different family structures, and it is impossible to isolate the effects of living with a lesbian mother from experiencing divorce, remarriage, or living with a single parent. Or, it is quite possible that the effect derives entirely from the stigma attached to such relationships and to the legal prohibitions that prevent same-sex couples from entering and maintaining normal relationships. And that's exactly what I was thinking. That's interesting. So those, all the studies that say like kids are depressed from being in a same-sex family or not doing as well on like schoolwork or whatever, it might not be that they're gay. It might be like all the outside factors coming in, like kids at school talk negatively about it or mm-hmm. their parents have depression or don't have good coping skills from how they grew up not getting to be themselves or having to be constantly told you're wrong i'm sure that causes problems and it probably causes parenting problems no i i totally get it something that i was actually thinking about when i was looking at our son earlier was i was thinking to myself i really hope he doesn't feel embarrassed by me when i walk in the room I want to be able to take him to events or take him to maybe sleepovers or take him wherever he wants to go and think, this is my parent. I love my dad, you know? I know we're growing up in a society where it's becoming a lot more accepted than it is, than it was. Um, My friends, you know, we had them on, oh, it was right before Christmas or, yeah, it was right before Christmas, right after Thanksgiving. And they specifically talked about how they didn't really grow up with people that were, were gay and trans, but when they get to know them, that it is something that they've been easily able to accept. Someone like me or someone that's gay, like some of our friends. Um, that's kind of what I'm hoping for with him and his friends. I want them to be able to come over. I want them to meet us. I want them to know there's nothing wrong here. This is perfectly okay. This We can still be fun. We can still be exciting. And I just hope... Or we could be totally lame. Just like hetero parents can be lame. They can be like... He can be like, Dad, Mom, you guys are so lame. I don't want you coming to the... Drop me off at the end of the street. (laughs) I don't want to be seen with you at the skating rink. Oh, that's funny. (laughs) I'll be like, my baby. No, they're going to think you're cool. They're (laughs) going to be like, she likes anime. Ooh, look at all the toys in her room. She's so cool. And he's going to be like, my mom's not cool. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, my baby. (laughs) But anyway. I think I'm definitely going to be that mom that calls her baby her baby even when he's 40. I'll be like, baby, what? I do that with my kids and they're like, we're not babies. I'm like, you're always going to be my baby. Yeah, my mom still calls my sister the baby. Yeah. <laughs> you know, there's something not my. I don't think I've ever noticed my parents doing. They don't really say we're her babies. I mean, if she gets into like a discussion, she might say that, but it's not a thing that's very typical every day or even multiple times a year, I don't think. She just calls us her kids. I don't know. I just. And then I always call my kiddos my babies. Well, my mom has southern roots, so. 
I think they're more used to hearing that. That might be something that my dad came from because he, his parents came from the South and they were from New Orleans or New Orleans, which every way they called it. I know my grandmother, before she passed, she was very particular about the way you call that city. You either call it New Orleans or New Orleans. I forget what it was or you were wrong. She'd get after you be like, it's not called that. It's this. Wish I knew. I wish I knew now. But, um, yeah, they, um, they grew up with that whole mommy, daddy thing, just like you did. I don't say mommy. I say mama. Mama and I'm daddy. I'm not a child. Uh-huh. I do mama say daddy. Mama and daddy. I do say daddy. Mama and daddy. My mom still says daddy. Yeah. <laughs> Almost 60. <laughs> she talks to you like that. She's like, your daddy did this. And yes. you're like, oh my God. <laughs> My dad, your daddy fell through the roof again. And you're like, oh my goodness, <laughs> daddy, no. That's exactly how she talks. <laughs> I was telling Brooklyn the other day about like whenever we were kids and my dad would be like, you could go do this. And my dad was the one that had questionable, questionable rules. And so me and my sister would go to my mom and we'd be like, mama, can we go do this? And then we'd go back to our dad <laughs> Be like, Mama said we can't do that. And he's like, Mama said, Mama said. (laughs) (laughs) She's been walking around saying Uh, that. Mama said, Mama said. Because I grew up hearing that all the time because he was always trying to egg us into doing something. (laughs) We'd be like, Mama said no. Mama said, Mama said. (laughs) Uh, Oh, good times. I know. Being a kid. Being a kid. We both grew up pretty well, I think. Um, Even though we weren't directly involved in the lgbtq community very well as kids i don't think oh god no (laughs) and then um (laughs) (laughs) so we were raised very similar i think in many ways um but i think a lot of that has to it shows the kind of parents that we've become i think i've become a little bit more relaxed of a parent and I don't know if that's because of my upbringing or the fact that I've already raised children before. And, you know, there was a commercial a long time ago where it showed a picture of the first one, the first kid. And they're like gently picking him up and they're like laying him in their thing and they're already late for work. And they're um, laying him in their uh, um, car seat and they're just being gentle and everything. And then it says like third kid. And she's like grabbing him, yanking him up, throwing him in the car seat and <laughs> trying to get him out. And it's like... Yeah, that's pretty much it. You, when you have a certain amount of kids, it's just not as, you know the strengths of the kid. You know that you don't have to treat them as if they're going to snap in half if you pick them up a little quick or something. But a lot of that comes down to like the kind of parents we are, I think. This is the interesting thing also, though. Um, well, me, I grew up having a mother that was the disciplinarian. My dad didn't really participate much in the parenting at all of us <laughs> like god so for me i'm more of the disciplinary and even in this relationship i don't know if i sought somebody that was more like my dad in the lax manner but i definitely am the one that's like hey don't do this make sure you take off your shoes try to have good table manners not like ridiculous like set your forks here or that but like chew with your mouth closed you know like things like that where i'm like hey do this hey remember this 
And then Brooklyn's like, oh, it's fine. Da -da -da. And I'm like, I don't want to hear lip smacking while I'm eating. And whenever they meet a girl, she's not going to want to hear that. I'm trying to raise a gentleman. Uh, yeah, that's a, that's a thing at the table every single night. Every night. I'm like, One day, though. I'm like, I do not hear it. And she's like, it's because you're not paying attention. I'm like, I'm <laughs> eating. I'm not paying attention in their mouths. And this is what I'm talking about. Like, in our relationship, because she's trans... I wonder if you liked some of the guy mentality because I've been noticing like in YouTube videos every time they mention something that the dad does I'm like that's Brooklyn every time it's something the mom does I'm like that's Holly and I'm like huh because I'm traditionally more I guess the butchy one but I think more like I guess traditional mom I think it's just because I have had so much practice as a guy my whole life i've had to raise someone as the dad um i grew up that way so it just feels more natural to me even though my preference is to be another way i don't think i'm going to fully be able to erase that part of me anymore now if this was me coming out when i was you know 16 and being transitioned that'd be a different thing i don't know though like if you innately had a female brain I don't know, like, it's just interesting to think. It's, I know, like, the whole trans thing and, like, the brain was made separately from the body, but it's just, it's interesting to think of. Was it socializing? Is it our culture? Is it your brain? Do you still have, like, some male wirings? Well, sure I do. I mean... But do you, or is it just socializing? In the family, you were raised to be a male in America central part of America yeah and it's probably you know growing up I have to know my part in society so I take that on but again like Professor Osborne said in the quote that I read there's just so much that is hard to say yeah but it's really I don't know it's really cool um, and then other things that we have experienced like when we go to the hospital and we have the baby, and they're like, oh, who's mom? And then, I don't know if they're being nice or they really don't know, but we're always like, me. <laughs> <laughs> well, when we first went in for one of our appointments, um, I think it was right after we found you were pregnant. They were doing your pregnancy test, but we had already known you were pregnant. Mm -hmm. And the lady walked in, and she started talking, talking to you and everything. And then I remember, like, opening my mouth, and she was like, uh, and she kind of stared at me like she was shocked. But when she left, she was like, I had no idea. She was like, you, I had no idea you were uh, trans. She was like, I, I love this. <laughs> I was like, oh, you guys are great. Aw, yeah. And then she came back in and brought me a, a little mom mug and everything. Oh, yeah. Oh, that nurse was off. Man, we never saw her again. No, we didn't. She was kind of like the intake nurse. She was really great. That was it. Um, But every single time we're there also, one, that's the common question, which I get it. Two, the other thing I always have to explain because I worry about medical history is I'm all like, well, she's the dad, she's trans, and like we got her sperm from her and my egg, and we did IVF because I'm like, I want them to know that we know both parental histories. You know, I kind of like that though because when they walk in and they talk about this being IVF, I think it's more common with couples like us, especially someone that's had the surgery, that we used sperm from a donor. And they kind of look at you and they're like, oh, 
she's the parent, and they're the parent too, but technically they're, that's the only one really related. And in my mind, that's what I think they think when they walk in there. Uh. So when you tell them that this is like the sperm donor still, I like the fact that they know this is still our baby. It makes me feel a little bit more part of it instead of making them feel like I'm disconnected from it. It may not be true, but it's just how I feel when you say that. I actually like that. Yeah, it makes sense. Here, I was thinking about it from an objective, like, I want you to know my medical history, and I know what it is. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but no, that makes sense. Um, did we have any others? I mean, both of our works are very supportive. My work is in love with the baby. So do you think with, I mean, we don't know where he's going to, we know where he's going to go to school as long as we're in this house still, but do you feel like with the society around us, the friends and family that we have, do you feel like he would grow up as someone that would feel embarrassed? No, I mean, it depends on the person, but I don't know because like if you think about... So many years ago, it was unheard of for a black person and a white person to get married and it'd be the talk of the town. It only took a few decades for that stigma to go away and nobody, nobody really, they might look and be like, oh, but they don't think, oh, are they worse off? They're not as good as a two white person or two black person home. Okay. I know that we have people around us here that know, I'm pretty sure they know we're gay and you're I'm trans and all that. Um, we got neighbors across the street that have met me and you. And then I'm sure they know we have a baby by now. Um, but yeah, I feel like the same way. I feel like he's growing up in a good enough of a home between the both of us, a good enough of grandparents, good enough um, area that we live in that his upbringing will be pretty good for him. I don't think he's going to be very embarrassed of us although there's going to be some of it just him being a kid yeah we'll have to just make sure we're as loving as can be and just see where the road takes us honestly yeah um I was also reading in this article that someone uh William Sletland writes quote what the study shows then is that kids from broken homes headed by gay people develop the same problems as kids from broken homes headed by straight people. But that finding isn't meaningless. It tells us something important. We need fewer broken homes among gays just as we do among straights. So that's basically just saying that those that have divorces and issues such as like maybe uh, a parent that drinks, a parent that's into drugs, things like that. Um, criminal records probably add to a lot of issues. Yes, and also that a lot of gay families, we're starting to go away from that now, but a lot of gay families, like I mentioned earlier, have battled depression because of the society we've grown up in. And so they might have drinking problems to cope with it or not good emotional coping skills. So basically it's stemming from that. So again, it's very difficult to tell right now. Right, right. 
you can't really say being a gay family is detrimental to a child because of what we've been surrounded by this whole time. Are statistics showing that it's getting less of an issue with children? No, it's very difficult to get a straight answer. Haha. <laughs> <laughs> I just got that. <laughs> um, straight people, huh? Selig says, or yes, God. <laughs> um, because it's so one. Every bit of research is pretty much they're wanting to find what answer they want to find. They want to see that it's harder for gays. They want to see that they have just the same family as heteros. So it's just based off of the people Conducting who... or funding the research. They're finding what they want to find. Pretty much. Mm. At least from everything I've seen. This is the most in-between, explains it pretty much perfectly, why we can't get a valid study really at this point. Very interesting. Humans are complicated. I wonder if the study was done. Can they see any kind of a difference between um, heterosexual families and LGBTQ families at all? If they only focus on them, does it seem to be higher or lower in issues? What do you mean? Just what I said. Does it seem to be higher or lower in issues just for our community? I know what you're saying is that they can't come up with that number, but do they have a number? No, a ton of studies have come up with numbers, but you're going to find completely different numbers depending on who's conducting the studies. Right. I found on one site that said that they're so much worse being in a lesbian home. They're so much more depressed. They have lower um, school grades. And then I read in a totally different study that, oh, they're just the same if... And then another one that said, oh, they're way better. So they are coming up with numbers. And it just kind of, okay. They're all coming up with their own numbers. Gotcha. There's no, like, black and white. Yes Here's and the no. answer. All right. Yeah. Okay. Well, I mean, I totally get that. I've always felt like studies are like that anyway. I... That's, that's why you always seem to find studies that don't match each other. Because you're going to have um, someone like maybe Johnson and Johnson just kind of throwing that out that might study um, sun care and be like oh this particular party's great you know we're going to hire someone to come up with a study and the people that are hired are going to be like oh yeah this is great they're not going to come up with something bad for them be like you wasted all this money I'm sorry I feel like that the people that sponsor them kind of control what what area you're going to go in with any study almost not every study but I feel like a lot of studies are like that yeah, hopefully scientists are supposed to be just look at the facts, though. So, yeah. I don't know. Well, not everyone that does study are scientists, quite unfortunately. And then there's just... And then there's just different factors, like even with you and I. You're like 10 years older than me. That can bring all kinds of good or bad things into right. raising kids. Um, we're from different parts of the world. My family, we traveled around the world and we've got a cultural splash growing up. You have stayed in one state your whole time. 
that can affect how we raise the kids too. Yeah, we have a certain strength on either side of us. You might have like an anchor, like this is how we've always done it. And me, I grew up having to change things all the time. So I might be like, it doesn't really matter to me. Like, and people might say, oh, they're gay. Oh, man, they can't figure out what they're doing. And really, it's any parent would have that trouble. It's, there's just so many different things to think about. Yeah, you know, it's... I feel like we've always been able to find a middle ground for the most part. You talk about holiday traditions. We have molded ours together pretty well. Um, Fourth of July, you know, we mold ours together pretty well. We tend to try to find a common ground the best that we can. Sometimes it's not always to both of our advantages, but we always try to have fun and make things work. And that is, I think, important, especially with the kid growing up and seeing that he can have his own traditions and his own things from both his mom and his dad. Yeah, and that's what most families, unless they grew up in the same hometown and best friends since they were kids. But most families have to blend their traditions or make up the new ones, like you said. Yeah. All right. Well, that is our bit of sharing. So if you're worried about being a gay or trans parent, don't worry. You're not doing anything wrong. Just do the best you can do. Just like all the hetero parents and everybody else out there. Just be as transparent as possible. (laughs) (laughs) You know, I told a joke on the website on our uh, Facebook page. For those of you that are not part of it, join. It's fun. We have a lot of fun. Um, I told a joke. Have you ever watched, or have you heard of the movie that is about all transgender female superheroes? And Holly was like, no. And I was like, it's called the X-Men. And she just sat there staring at me, and she started doing her stuff. And I'm like, did you not get it? And she said, oh, I finally got it. I didn't do that. You did. I left immediately. Okay, what do we have for gay gaming? So today for gay gaming, Power World, which I mentioned on our Facebook page. She has been talking about this game quite a bit. I have had it on my Steam wish list for the past like three or four years. Yes. And it finally came out January 19th. If you don't know what Power World is, I need you to find out. So if you like Pokemon, and if you like Ark, you might be into Power World. It's a survival kind of crafting game. And it also is kind of like Pokemon. You catch all the monsters. And it's interesting because they have certain skills that help you. Like, they help you as your character. And then they help you, like, on your base. Like... And they can be good or bad. Like, some of them could, like, get extra hungry or some are weaker. Some, like, one of mine's a masochist. And I'm like, okay, you do you. Um, And then they have, they don't have shinies like Pokemon. Which, if you don't know what Pokemon is, a shiny is a very, very rare type of a Pokemon. If you don't know what Pokemon is, there's (laughs) something wrong with you. Um, 
but so I got a lucky within like my first like couple hours of playing and a lucky they don't have different colors but so far I'm trying not to google anything because I'm trying not to spoil anything for myself so if you know don't tell me um my lucky is very big and very strong and it has a yellow skill and it seems like the yellow skills are really really good skills to have um i forgot what it did but it's the one that looks like eevee i mean i keep calling these all the pokemon names i know we're not supposed to but i keep doing it i think it's krimis um but even on my base like you can have like your little chicken things and they lay eggs for you and then you have like these little lamb balls and they're lambs and oh my god they produce so much wool I'm kind of like please stop um and then you can get raided and like they'll help you fight and um there's like big old raid pals that I still haven't caught but there's these neat boss fights where they're super super strong and I totally died I did not I walked into that not knowing what on earth to expect and I was annihilated pretty quick. Um, the clothes on your character, the nice thing is you can have like a female head and like a male body or vice versa, but whatever body you choose it's going to be kind of girly clothing or boy clothing. So I did make my character female because I was like, okay, it's not too skimpy so I can work with this. But she is super muscular. I love her. <laughs> She's <know>. so great. <laughs> She's been going on about her. <laughs> my character is awesome. Um, but yeah, you can like summon your pals out of the little, not pokeball, but you know what I mean. The pal ball thing. Um, they'll fight along beside you. Uh, I got a dire wolf that I can run on and you can attack with and oh my god there's this fox parks one it's a little firefox and you can pick it up and use it as a flamethrower it's so amazing that's cool it is <laughs> it's so cute and violent I love it and and then there's crafting and that's where it's a lot like arc um, the building structures like arc you start off with spears and then you can make your way up to like rifles uh there's the legend of zelda glider um and you can fly on your pals at some point i haven't gotten one yet but i'm going to um but and you can play with other people it's not just single player it is in early access right now if you get it on steam until january 25th they're not sponsoring us but so one day maybe um it's on it's 10% off so it's like 26.99 in America. Um it is on Xbox. I have it on Steam. I'm trying to move away from consoles as much as I can because I can play without paying for online on my computer and I can upgrade my computer without buying a whole new console. So That's what I'm doing too. I feel like it's just kind of a waste of money at this point. I'm going to keep my Switch cuz most Switch games don't ever come to a computer like Mario and Pokemon. Right, right. Which I know you can emulate them, but I want to follow the, you know, legal track, you know. And being able to play portable. I know there's Steam Deck, but I love my Nintendo. I have my Game Boy Color as a kid. Gotta stick with it. Yeah. 
stay loyal. There's no music I've noticed. At least there's a little bit of battle music, but there's not like a pleasant BGM background music. Could they still be working on it since it's an early access? I'm wondering that. I'm hoping so. I would like to turn on something kind of tranquil, backgroundy. Um, right now I've just been listening to YouTube music. Um, but I do like listening to game music if it's good, so... You said gay music? <laughs> game. <laughs> um, yeah. Maybe if people start playing, we could form like a gay girl, trans girl server. Oh, that'd be fun. Yeah. My God. That would be so fun. Um. Yeah. So that's Power World. Are you going to play Power World? I might. You're going to have to. Uh, really? Yeah. I might do that. She's not a big gamer like me. I I'm not. I'm really not. But that's. I'm okay with that. Yeah, I'm okay my, with that. My heart was betrayed. I'm I'm more of a like old school gamer, I would have to say, more than anything. Um I'm just not like into a lot of the newer games. But what about Power World? So you might play it. I might play that. I mean, we'll have to try. Really? Yeah. I already built a little cottage. And I have my little farm and my ranch. You can have like a ranch for your pals. And you can have a bar and some tables. And you keep unlocking all these recipes for crafting. And I saw a few clothing things, which I'm excited for because I want to make different outfits. Yeah. Which is horrible because in real life, I could care less about my outfits. Like, I want to just be comfy. But in games, I'm always like, ooh, that outfit's cool. Or, ooh, I want to make that one and put that on. Ooh, that outfit's cool. Yeah. <laughs> oh, goodness. Yeah, I don't know. I, um, I like games like that. I just, I feel like you, gotta, you get out of the game so quick that it's kind of hard to really fall in love with something like that. Ooh, but... The big gimmick in Power World that I find fascinating and that really takes it away from Pokemon. Again, back to the skills. They have all these different skills that it's almost to the point of you're catching these pal pals. I want to call them Palmon. Um, you're catching these pals and they have different skills. So you might catch like 20 different chickens or chickpeas and all of them are masochists and then you find the one that's like will give you work speed of 20%. And you're like, oh man, that's awesome. Yeah. So the other ones, you can have them out of there. You can have them just making eggs on your ranch. Or you could sit there and annihilate them all and get chicken and eggs from them. Mm -hmm. But they can really like change what you do. Right. Like this one dire wolf I saw from a vendor, it cost 5000 I don't know what the money is called. $5,000. And I was like, oh, man. Because it had a swift skill. And I was like, oh. Because that's the one I can ride around, like, my mount. Yeah. And I was like, oh, man, I want that. But I did not get it because I didn't want to blow the money. So I have my 
one mount, but I was like, I can probably catch one at some point for free. She's hilarious. I can probably catch one, see me for free. <laughs> I said that right to the NPC. <laughs> Just like that. <laughs> I can imagine you did. <laughs> I did. That was a horrible thing. <laughs> oh, goodness. Uh, yeah. Um, it's not expensive, probably because it's on e early access. Because this game is breaking records right now. It's in the top five for having the most amount of players for like an immediate game release. Mm-hmm. That's how crazy. It's already got like over 2 million people. They are like rushing to make more servers right now. because For, for that game. Yes, because it is that packed with people. It is what Pokemon should have done forever ago. Do you think Pokemon would be a fun game if they did um, Pokemon more as a uh, kind of like a Minecraft thing? Well, yeah. They need to make a Minecraft mod. I don't know why they haven't. They would make a good amount of money. They have all these like fan ones that they keep sending sending legal teams after to like take them down. And I'm like, dude, make one. You have the money. Right. You have the power, the knowledge. You can make something amazing here. Like give the fans what we want. They're trying to live in the past of just catch them all. And I'm like, it is fun, but they also want to keep doing new gimmicks. Do the Minecraft. I agree. I totally agree with you on that. I think that they need to definitely open up their mind with all that. And, and make a survival crafting game. Like, they got close with Legends Arceus. They were getting close with it. I've never played that one. That one is one of the best Pokemon games. That one is neat. I hope they're supposedly making another one, at least from what I've heard. I don't know if it's officially confirmed or not. Yeah. But I really hope they make another one but they do add some crafting or something to it like it's already got crafting but I mean like make your own little house and your like ranch and like let some of your Pokemon walk around like Digimon has that almost do they? well ooh there's gonna be a second Digimon world but that's a totally different wait wait wait, wait what? the Digimon world game? oh my god I love those games they're making another one yeah. That's cool. Yeah. I like Digimon. Don't get me wrong. I'm a huge fan of Pokemon. I feel like their story is just a little more fun. I like the fact that you get pulled into like a digital world and you actually can... Um, you're going against digital monsters. It makes it feel like it's more... More like Tron almost, you know? Yeah. Which I like. Which, by the way, Tron 3 started filming this last week. Exciting. <laughs> anyway. Yay. Well, before we move on, um, unless you have anything else. No, and sorry for all the rambling. My brain is all mushy from work and baby sleep deprivation. Yeah. Um, let's see. I am going to ask you a hypothetical question. This is from brightful.me forward slash bog forward slash what if. Um... If you could clone yourself, would you? If you could have another Holly. With no context at all as to why I would be doing it. No, you can have a context. Like, why would you do it? You'd have to share her with me. I'd have to kiss you both, because you both would want some Brooklyn love. No. 
<laughs> She's like... <laughs> she doesn't have a squinty face. She has like a very... I can't describe her face right now. <laughs> but her like mouth naturally is kind of like a frowny look. And she's doing that right now. Right? <laughs> <laughs> um, Would I clone myself? I don't know. Like... I know the whole harvesting your organs is unethical, and I would not do that. I'd treat my clone like another person. Um, <laughs> yeah. Um, maybe because it, if they were just like me, that would be awesome, and we'd be totally Twinkies and best friends. Okay. I would think of her as, like, my twin sister. So if you cloned yourself right now, like, as you were right now in your relationship, how would you feel about the fact that she's also married to me and she she wouldn't be married to you she's her own person she'd be like my twin sister so she wouldn't want to be married to me anymore no she'd go find someone else <laughs> why would she was never married because, to because you because it'd be like cloning you from like this point right here you guys would be separated no that's like magic yeah she would be like she would I'm think, talking no you're talking about starting fresh no I'm talking about like cloning yourself right now if she I, woke up and she was like if I was like a bacteria and I butted her or like a sponge and I butted her off of me right now and she thinks that okay. she would not think. Okay, that, here's here's what we're gonna do. We're gonna go. Oh, like, like she has my mind. Yes, we're gonna uh, go this way. We're gonna go to the Riker uh, situation. You get stuck in a transporter, and you guys both beam off together at the same time. And she comes out and she's like, "Ah, oh, my baby, my spouse." And you're I like, would not have a clone then. I'm like, not gonna have the whole battle with somebody. <laughs> really? If I knew that that was what it would be, then no, I would not have a clone. Okay. If it would be she's her own person, but we're a lot alike, then totally. You're like, I got a new sister. Yeah. <laughs> I'd be like, what? A... She'd be like, you. I'd be like, you. Very nice. I would also probably be in the same boat as you. I, I take your side with a lot of stuff. But, I mean, if I had somebody else that, you know, had their own mind, interested in their own people, wasn't trying to take my kid away from me, then um, I'd be like, how about we both... Uh, you know, trade places at work, you know? Then again, we have to split the money. That may not work. Yeah, you'd still need enough money for two people. Yeah. Never mind. No no clone. No clone. I'm going to go with the no clone one. But anyway. Well, I guess this is it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Nice to be back and nice to be talking to you guys again. We will be back next week. And join us on Facebook if you get an opportunity take a look at all the fun stuff we do on there and we'll see you next time goodbye goodbye thank you for joining us on our show don't forget to check out our other shows wherever podcasts are available and if you're in the position to help our podcast grow please join us at patreon.com forward slash ggirltgirl and check out our Facebook and Instagram page for more updates and messages at gaygirl forward slash transgirl and if you're joining us on YouTube please hit that like button and subscribe thank you